I'm just talking, just talking, just talking, just talking. Hi everyone, John Deegan in the book room. This will be a quick hit today because it's too beautiful a day outside of the book room for me to spend much more time inside. It's wonderful and wintry here uh, where I live. It's also a holiday. I have my little dog Birdie here and I want to take her out for a walk in that beautiful winter weather. Before I do, I just want to update you quickly on a positive happening. I think it was a positive happening from last week and I'm talking about the passage of a new law in uh, in the European Union or at least the further passage along in a very complicated process of, of law passing of something called the Copyright Directive. If you're familiar at all with copyright law, you know that it's sort of the bedrock law for how creative professionals make their living and have some semblance of control over their over their professional work. The copyright directive in the EU is designed essentially to harmonize all of the many copyright laws of the many states. I think there's like 28 states in the European Union, all with their own separate laws. This is trying to bring it all together under under one understanding, and at the same time to sort of update the law and uh, make it more relevant in the digital age. Uh, you may be aware uh, that uh, creative professionals in my world, specifically authors and publishers, have been struggling a little bit with the uh, business models of, of the internet uh, as they stand. Well, this uh, copyright directive kind of takes aim a little bit at the, at the unfairness, at the, at the tilted uh, playing field of the internet and tries to make it a little more fair for creative professionals. I'm very pleased about it, but if that doesn't do anything for you, you should know as well that creative organizations in Europe are all standing quite firmly behind this new copyright directive. And I'll refer you specifically to one of my favorite organizations, the Society of Authors in London, who has put out a press release last week talking about how delighted they are that the copyright directive has made it through this latest stage in the European Union. I think all that's left for it to become law is that it now has to be voted on directly in in the European Parliament. So it's a very positive development that it has gotten this far through, I think, pretty contentious negotiations. These laws are designed, in effect, to make the large internet platforms like the Googles and the Facebooks and the YouTubes of the world take a little more responsibility for creative content on their platforms, pay a little more, be more responsible for properly licensing the work and making sure that it's not being pirated and and shared illegally. Those aspects of the copyright directive have made it very unpopular with these large platforms, obviously, and they've been running some pretty out there campaigns of of lobbying against the the copyright directive. And by out there, I mean pretty dirty, in, in my opinion, and not just my opinion, frankly. I think it's well documented that uh, some of the lobbying around the copyright directive in in the European Union has been quite forceful and filled with disinformation. And so it's good to see that lawmakers have been able to kind of fight their way through all of that garbage and come out with a very positive result. So to just give you some idea, I'm looking right now at the Society of Authors press release talking about the copyright directive. And I'll just quote from Nicholas Solomon, who's the chief executive there. 
This is excellent news for all creators and rights holders. The Copyright Directive is a vital piece of legislation which affirms the rights of creators whose work is used online. I agree with all of that. The Society of Authors is particularly pleased about two lesser-known provisions within the Copyright Directive, and I'll just highlight those. So these are provisions to make sure that there's greater transparency between publisher and writer when a writer's work is, is exploited by the publisher. This is this can only be a good thing because what happens to an author's work can be a little bit mysterious to the author. So laws requiring greater transparency can only be helpful in the long run. And there's also something that's being called a bestseller clause, which ensures that authors can receive the remuneration they deserve when perhaps their book is a greater success than was originally anticipated. So in other words, this is a a provision that allows for renegotiation of contract terms when there's been greater success than, than was initially anticipated. That's why it's called a bestseller clause. Obviously, there's more work to be done on this law, as there is on most copyright laws around the world. Canada, specifically, has some problems with its copyright law, and and we're waiting for word on that from the federal government. And believe me, I'll be talking a little bit more about, about that in future episodes. But right now, we in the writing and publishing world are just taking a moment to celebrate the fact that Europeans seem to be leading the world down the right path in terms of more progressive, more helpful copyright law for writers and publishers. By the way, if you want to know more about the Society of Authors, I recommend that you get a hold of them. Take a look at their website at societyofauthors.org. If you are an author in the UK, you should even seriously consider joining the Society of Authors. If you're not in the UK, if you're in North America, either the Writers Union of Canada, which is the organization that I help run, full disclosure there, or the Authors Guild in New York City for Americans are both wonderful organizations that are incredibly helpful to authors. Really, a membership in any one of these organizations is probably one of the best investments that a, an author can make in their career. The Authors Guild is, I believe, at authorsguild.org, their website, and the Writers Union of Canada, of course, is at writersunion.ca. All right, thanks for listening. And now I'm going to go and have that walk with my dog, Bertie, in a very frozen park. Talk to you soon. Watch out. A little bit. Oop, a little bit. Where are you taking me, Bertie? I'm just talking, just talking, just talking, just talking.